Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of the Films with Ferrara podcast. I am your host and the editor-in-chief of filmswithferrara.wordpress.com, Dominic Ferrara. And joining me, as always, is our senior editor, Mr. T.J. Blankenship. Hello. It's been a week. Oh, my God. That is an understatement. (laughs) (sighs) It's even just, like, today. Don't, Don't even mention today. The pod pod's coming a little late tonight. Sorry, everyone, but uh, I five forty five to ten tonight. So that was that was my night. I had a pet band game today for a women's basketball game. Oh, how'd that go? Uh, oh, we actually won that one somehow. Ooh. And what else did Excellent. I do today? I was at the hospital for a little bit today because my girlfriend has a respiratory infection. Oof. Yep. So 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 Valentine's Day did not go well for you guys. Then it appears. Oh, uh, no, Valentine's Day was great. We celebrated it last Saturday. Oh, good. Oh, so yeah. you did it early. Actually, actually, so then it worked out perfectly for you. Yep. Uh, let's see. What else happened today? Um, and I'm in the middle of a lab report right now. That's due tomorrow. Excellent. And Sounds 15, like fun. 15 other assignments. So it's just been great. It's pretty much college, like in a yep. nutshell. Like you're yep. trying to ju- – like I'm trying to juggle assignments like – trying to like go do actual physical activity and like go to the gym and things and what? at the same yeah i know i know <laughs> physical activity what's that i, I don't know. have time for that and, and working it's it is tough and for, have a social life there's a lot to balance in college and um i also found out that i have to go to texas that's great yes for uh for the conference usa basketball tournament mm-hmm Conference Championship Week is one of my favorite weeks of the year. It's always so a ton of if you, fun. If you want to see me in Frisco, Texas, catch me there from like March fifth to March eleventh. There you go. Well, does it? Wouldn't it also depend on like how long Marshall lasts into the tournament? Our men's team is actually pretty good. Okay, I like, like obviously our team is here at Carolina. I think, we're, we're, I think I, we're top. I think we're top top four in our area. I, like I can check. I don't know. Uh, I think we're like fourth in our conference right now, but the ACC is so wide open that you just never know. With Duke and Miami and Carolina and potentially a healthy Notre Dame and Virginia, who is the number one team in the country. Like, yeah, we're four in our conference. Okay. Yeah, that's solid. Top four. Yeah, yeah we're fourth. Uh, we're being beat by Middle Tennessee, Old Dominion, and Western Kentucky. Middle Tennessee in first, or are they in third? They're first. I would assume. They're actually a very good program. Middle Tennessee's first, then Old Dominion, then Western Kentucky, and then Marshall. P- Middle Tennessee was hilarious. They were like a 12 seed last year, or a 13 seed, or whatever they were. They were the lower seed, and they were favored against Minnesota last year. It was very funny. Marshall's also on a streak. I think we're four wins. There you go. Middle Tennessee is on eight, though. <laughs> But we're in, I think we're eighteen and eight overall and nine and four in the conference. There you so go. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty. Just good. got uh, three Carolina. We just got three wins in five days over the week, over the last uh, from Thursday to Thursday through Monday. The Duke game, which we talked about last week, was which was a ton of fun. That we beat State on Saturday, and then uh, we beat Notre Dame on Monday. So it's it's been a, it was it was a wild five days, but we got through it. Uh, you yeah. know, Notre Dame's not healthy right now, but whatever. I don't care. But uh, we're headed. We'll be in the ACC tournament in Brooklyn in like three weeks. So, 
That'll be fun, and we'll get into the NCAAs. Behind possible National Player of the Year, Luke May, which is the greatest storyline of all time. Easily. Mm -hmm. Like, top one storyline. But that's not what we're here for. We're here for movies. And specifically, one we're going to talk about later, because Black Panther is officially out in theaters. You can now go see it, which is insane. It's officially here. Uh, the numbers are looking incredible. We'll talk about that later. And I just want to lead off with this part because we're not going to talk about it in the actual preview section. People are showing out tonight for the culture. It's, it's unbelievable. I've seen multiple people dressed up as Eddie Murphy and James Earl Jones from Coming to America at screenings. I've seen people bringing in plates of like a standard like African-American barbecue, like baked beans and ribs and stuff like into the theater. I see that's just Southern food, I've dude. Seen videos of people dressed up as dressed up in like traditional African gear and bringing African drums and like playing them in the theater as they go to their seats. <laughs> it is electric. They they have they warned us they were going to do this on Twitter, and uh, everyone was like, "I can't wait to see it," and it's happening, and it's it really is as great as we all thought it would be. See, the funny thing is, I'm not really surprised about the numbers, though, because that's really, like, the only halfway decent movie that's out right yeah, now. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the numbers with the actual preview session, because the numbers are looking unbelievable. Marvel is going yeah. bananas right now for the, for the numbers. They're going to be, they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be rich. Yes, they are. I'm going tomorrow. There's a good... I don't know, and I'm going probably right. not this weekend. There's a group of, like, eight of us that are going tomorrow. That's going to be a ton of fun. I'm so excited about it. Um, but that, we'll get more into that later. But let's, let's, let's start off with the news. First off, Blumhouse has officially announced that Chris Columbus, yes, that Chris Columbus, the one that directed that classic film known as Home Alone, is signed on to write the, the yes. first one. That okay, has so signed on one. to write, direct, and produce a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. And don't think I'm going to let that last comment slide, TJ, because I will not allow Home Alone 2 slander in this podcast. Uh, you know why I don't like it? I know why you don't like it. Oh, it's not because oh, of Donald Trump. Not, oh, that's what I thought. Oh, why, why not, then? <laughs> uh, it's, it's just a worse retread. Yep, the first and it's one. perfectly great still. I mean, it's good, like... It's just like the only the the only one that really matters is the second one or the first one. I tend to agree. Like it's easily the most important when you're talking about the franchise. But it's Home Alone Two is tremendous. It's magical. And the only reason I like the third one is because all of those people should be dead. (laughs) You're not wrong again. Uh, No, but we've got. And I don't. I don't necessarily mean because they were in a bad movie. I mean because those traps should have killed them. (laughs) No, but we've got. like I said, Five Nights at Freddy's, a video game movie. For those of you that don't know what it's about, it's about a security guard at like a Chuck E. Cheese, and he has to uh, choose how to use a certain a finite amount of power to change ca- to activate cameras and locks in order to prevent himself from being killed by the Chuck E. Cheese-like animatronics. <laughs> Which oh. honestly. Sounds like it could be. You have to obviously adapt it. You can't just have a guy sitting in the room the whole time. Could be a kind of dope, like low budget horror movie. What I'm assuming it's going to be is it's going to be like another uh, trapped in your own house kind of thing, except this one's in a pizzeria. 
I'm thinking like Night at the Museum ish almost. Kind of not. At, I'm thinking like a mix of like, um, Night at the Museum and the first per, like, where everybody was like trapped in their own house. You know what I'm saying? Again, I that sounds kind of cool to me actually. And if Chris Columbus can get back to his. Initially, he broke into the movie that he co-wrote Gremlins, so he has that horror, um, you know, origin to him. I'd like to see him get back to those horror roots. Do we see what still he can count do Gremlins as a horror movie? I think Gremlins is a horror movie. I don't know what to think about that. Like, I think it's it was conceived as a horror movie. I think it was it's... conceived as a horror movie, but I don't think it was... Just because, it's, right, just because it's not really like scary anymore doesn't mean it's not a. It wasn't a horror movie when it came out. Oh, well, I don't necessarily mean horror movies have to be scary, but like, right. I don't know. No, I I'd call it kind of a horror thriller type thing. I yeah. yeah, I guess, I guess. I'd like to see him kind of get back to that. Uh, he also directed the first two Harry Potter movies, so I don't know how much that gets in there. But uh, I mean, I, I'd say it gets in there pretty well because they're pretty good. I just mean like that. Like the Harry Potter like tone almost, but I'll be interested to see. This oh, is, the tone. Okay. This could actually. I think this can work, and I I think it could be a really cool sort of low budget horror movie. And I think Chris Columbus might be the right guy to do it. I mean, Chris Columbus is good, so. Um, I trust Blumhouse at this point. So. Yeah, Blumhouse has been making some good decisions. They make good movies on low budgets, like for their like horror movies, like they're tough. And yes, some of them are bad, but they do well. They've launched franchises, and they've actually, as they've gone along, they have been making better movies, actually, for the most part. Like, Get Out, they, last year they did Get Out and Split, and, which both did very, very well for them, and were both good movies. Also, Split led to the making of Glass, and I'm very, very, very happy about that. I am as well. Because Unbreakable is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yes. Yes. So I, I trust Jason Blum, super producer. He also produced Whiplash. So mm-hmm. um, that he we'll did. see. He he tends to have pretty good taste in movies. Happy Death Day, which I actually think is a, it's not bad. It's actually kind of a good movie. I haven't seen it yet. It's not amazing, but it's 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 solid for I a modern horror movie. I haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah, Chris Columbus, Five Nights Freddy's. I. I you know, on this sort of material, I think, translates. I don't know if this will be the first good video game movie. I don't know what some of these other ones are going to look like. Record Off is the first good uh, video game movie. Good point. But, like, truly based on a video game is my point. Oh, yeah. No. I know what you mean. All right. Um, I just remembered a story that I totally forgot about. That's... Which, which one? So we're going we're gonna to do this, actually, next. Let's do it before you forget about it. Um, Activision. Yep, this is... Oh, boy. Yeah, what a wild way to start this headline. Not a good one. No. Um, has hired a director for their Call of Duty movie. There's a Call of Duty movie? They're making a Call of Duty movie. They've hired... Can we not? Stefano Solima, who just recently finished uh, Sicario 2. Oh. Hmm. Which, I, I mean, but the, I'm thinking Sicario 2 is such a vastly different tone from what you'd be expecting from a Call of Duty movie. <laughs> Honestly, like, like Call, Call, of Duty. Call of Duty nowadays is literally like an eighties action movie. Right. Like you're just some super soldier dude. So just imagine Die Hard, but you're a soldier. Right. Like Call of Duty is 
Hmm. Like, it's a solid... Like, it's an interesting... You can adapt it to cinema. You'd have to make it more like a true war movie. But I don't think, like, the Sicario tone with all the tension is quite what you'd be looking for in a Call of Duty movie. Mm -hmm. I think I'm expecting more of, like, an action-based war movie. I suppose. Thoughts? Mm, Activision Call of Duty movie. We'll we'll see. I want more details. Let's we'll see. Yeah. Who's, let's see who's directing it. Who's acting in it? Well, I literally just told you who's directing it. I thought you said he was writing it. No, he's gonna direct the movie. There uh, is no. As far as I know, there's no writer attached. Then uh, rearrange writer and director. I'm sorry, I All have right. a giant headache right now. <laughs> it's okay. It makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean. But, anyway, uh, let's wait for more details to arise and come out of that, and then we'll see what happens. Right. Uh, next up, Fox. Uh, this was reported by Collider a couple of months ago, so we're going to give Collider the credit because no one else did. Uh, but Deadline uh, confirmed it. Uh, Fox is developing a Kitty Pride standalone movie. Uh, Kitty Pride, the character played by Ellen Page in some of the earlier X-Men films. Uh, it's currently... Codenamed 143, Brian Michael Bendis, the legendary uh, comic book writer, is writing the screenplay right now. And Tim Miller, the director of Deadpool, is set to, at the very least, produce it. Yep. I don't know. Like, it's, it's cool. But I think Fox actually, like, it's cool that Fox wants to make a movie based around one of their, fe- their female X-Men. That's cool. They picked the wrong one. Mm-hmm. I'd see a Storm movie. Way faster than I would see a Kitty Pride movie. Well, the thing with the X Men now being in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know what that means? Black what? Panther and Storm would be the coolest thing that's ever happened. Well, but they're they're married in the comics, or at least right. they were. I don't know if that's still a thing. They but need... they can they can rule Wakanda together. This now is it makes what sense. makes this project interesting. This project may never come to fruition. Just because oh, anything you hear out of Fox. Fox right now has to be taken with a grain of salt. Yeah, because we Cause... still don't know about the the the. I was going to say coalition, but that's not the right word. The the deal. Yeah. Uh, the merger. The, that's the, the right, right. The merger. The regulatory process. We don't know what exactly is happening there um, within the government, but I, I feel like um, I don't think this movie's ever going to get made. Honestly, I can't yeah. see it unless Kevin Feige feels like he can really fit it in, but I think he's way more inclined to make a Storm movie than he is to make a Kitty Pride movie over at Marvel. I agree. Like, um, it, like, it, it just makes sense, and they're going to want to reboot the X-Men as a whole first, and then they can spin off. But just because of the scope of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's, it's a lot tougher to play around with something like this, with a movie like this. If, yeah. this, if they were talking about this a year ago, that would then, have been... I, then this movie would get made, yeah. I would guess. But that's not the situation we're in right now. And especially the whole situation right now of Brian Michael Bendis going over to DC to write comics now. Yeah, which is... It's, which, I mean, is... I mean, the two deals wouldn't have anything to do with each other. Right, but that was part of it, too. I thought yeah. that, that's part of what made this so weird. I was like, really? Did yeah. he like, just leave? And he's like, he was just really sick, and I don't know. Yeah. Seems like, a, seems like a bit much to put on your plate if you're him. Yeah. So Who soon. Knows? 
We'll see. I'll wait for more information. I'll see this will probably get canceled in like six months. All right. Well, well, there's a good chance this movie never gets made. So yeah. we'll find out over the course of the next year, year and a half. <laughs> I see. Like, I can see Hugh Jackman reprising the role as Wolverine again before I see that happening. True. Also, um, you know, I just thought of it. Marvel's going to. They're not going to have their Phase 4. and The deal won't be done by the time they announce Phase 4. Because exactly. I would... I phase would, 4 has to be already, like, in the works. If I had to wager a guess, right? This is the 10th year of the MCU. They're going to mm-hmm. have a massive... Like, their Comic-Con panel is going to be really long. I think they reveal the full Phase 4 lineup. Kind of the way they did at the uh, El Capitan many years ago for Phase 3. Oh, when they announced Civil War and all that stuff? When they literally, aside from Ant-Man 2, because Ant-Man had, like, just come out, and yeah. um, Spider-Man Homecoming, because they hadn't closed the deal for Spider-Man yet. Like, they literally pretty much took us all the way up through... Man, from, they, took us all the, they took us from Civil War all the way up to Avenger, uh, Avengers, Avengers 4. And beyond. Remember, they closed that yeah. within... They, that lineup they, closed, they, they closed it with Captain, Amer- uh, with Captain Marvel and Inhumans. Which is not getting made ever, ever, because Marvel TV took it, and he, Kevin Feige was like, "I could just go get the X Men now. Like, I don't need these people." <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that that's exactly what, yeah. They they literally have the X Men now, so they don't need to do it. The Inhumans, and they ruined them on television. Oh my god, it was so you, bad. It, it's going to be a very long time before you see anything related to Inhumans ever again. Yeah. Yeah, has it gotten has it gotten canceled yet? Or I believe it, still... it did. It's not coming back for a second season. I believe. It's what the last I heard is that they were not going to bring it back. That show was terrible. <laughs> so bad. Like it was so bad, it was worse than Iron Fist, and that 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 just Iron was... Fist wasn't even that bad. It, it was. I it think. really, it really wasn't. I don't know why you're hating on it so much, like, or why I, everybody, not necessarily you, but everybody. Like, the it dialogue really, on that, it's so poorly written. It, it was cheesy, but it wasn't bad. Like, I've seen way worse TV shows. Just, it I, really wasn't I, that bad. I think, though, when you compare them, because you have to compare them with the rest of the Netflix Marvel shows. Oh, I agree. Not, I totally think it's the worst one out of all of them, but it doesn't still come saying, close it's still not that thing. bad. Agree to disagree. I, I hated that dang, that dang show. So bad. Uh, but you get the point. And also, uh, also agree to disagree. As much as Inhumans was bad, e- uh, Ewan Rayon was really good as Maximus. Well, he's a good actor, but there's that's he, what I'm saying. There's only like he, he was good in the show. Right. There's only so much you can do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that show was bad. Yeah, very, very, very bad. All right, but that literally killed the, the franchise and a movie. Yeah, that takes skill. All right. But uh, next up, we actually have some awards corner updates this week. Uh, This weekend were the WGA Awards. Um, Adapted screenplay uh, from the Writers Guild was predictably and the very clear Oscar frontrunner. This weekend were also the USC Scripter Awards, and it won there as well But for Best Adapted Screenplay. But James Ivory for Call Me By Your Name appears to be a lot to take home the Oscar for Adapted Screenplay. Sadly. Well, you wanted Logan, but there was never a chance. Oh, I know. I, I, oh, I know. I'm just saying. I really wanted it. Um, but obviously, the most important one was original screenplay. Three billboards was not eligible because Martin McDonough is not a member of the Writers Guild. But um, 
this does not change the fact, really, that uh, that uh, original screenplay is still vastly important and that the winner of the Writers Guild gets a bit of a leg up because Oscar voting has not officially begun. Yeah. And best original screenplay from the Writers Guild went to, deservedly, Jordan Peele for Get Out. Yes, it did. Yeah, uh, he's going to win a screenplay Oscar, and I'm going to cheer. It's going to be incredible. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. Right, I, I still think Martin McDonough right now is probably the guy to beat just because he wasn't eligible, sadly. But I also think Three Billboards is incredibly controversial and divisive within the Academy right now. Still haven't even seen it. And I, I understand why. I've seen, I, I saw Three Billboards a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah. But... I don't know. I can't see three billboards winning. I just I don't think enough of the the academy is going for it. Yeah, I don't think it will either. I saw someone uh, with a Chris Tapley, the awards voter at awards writer at Variety, um, who has his take. I get it because it's a the Oscars go on a preferential ballot, so they rank one through nine. There's like points attached, and whoever's like the most points. It's like voting for MVP in baseball. Um, mm-hmm. wins Best Picture. And he was like, listen, I think Del Toro is going to win Best Director, but if I had to wager guess because of the way the ballots are done, you want to mm-hmm. look for a movie that n- no one hates. It's not controversial. It kind of is like up high enough to where it can get a ton of points at like third or fourth place and won't really get any of those last place votes. He seems to think Dunkirk's going to win, which would be fascinating. And I also very much understand his point. Yeah. No one, no one hates Dunkirk. <laughs> um, but obviously, we've now the major guilds. Uh, if you take a look at the big wins, three billboards, Screen Actors Guild, and Golden Globes, uh, Shape of Water, Critics' Choice, <laughs> and, uh, dire- and Directors Guild, Get Out, Writers Guild, the BAFTAs are this weekend, which... Are, which are good to look at for the technical categories, but the major categories are not always great to, to look at the BAFTAs. Yeah. Um, just because not every movie gets nominated over there in England, and England has such a very different film sensibility. Like, I don't think Get Out's nominated. And Get Out, I'd say, is probably like a top three movie to win. I think, I think your four best shots, and I agree with Tapway again, are Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, and Shape of Water. I think those are your four movies that I think really have a chance to win. Hey, I might have some breaking news. Oh, what you got? Arnold Schwarzenegger is joining Michael Fassbender and David Hasselhoff oh. in Kung Fu Oh, I forgot about this story. So they're making a, a feature-length sequel to the short film Kung Fury, which was we went viral. It's on Netflix. It's it's kind of dope, actually. But they're making a straight-up like sequel feature-length with Michael Fassbender starring on a day that he was... That news broke on a day, I believe, he was accused of, like domestic abuse in his past so great work um great work to the studio but david hasselhoff and arnold is going to play the president actually yeah yeah I, i've got nothing because that's really the only got... way he can ever be the president right i've really got <laughs> i've really got nothing at this point on that no one. that's 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 not a story that really needs to become I, I don't understand whatever nope but i think it's mine as well worthy of mentioning all right but uh, but no, y- your thoughts on Get Out taking on the Writers Guild for original screenplay? Congratulations. 
I don't know what else to say. <laughs> well, it's almost as it's almost as if it would. I, I've been saying all year that it was the best written movie of the year last year. Wow! Wow! Okay, Owen Wilson. It'd, it'd be a it'd be a real shame if the Oscar voters just wanted to go ahead and give Jordan Peele some Oscars. A, a real shame indeed. Uh, they're gonna give him some, but they're not gonna give him all of them. Well, there the movie's only up for four. I think it's got a chance to win two. I don't think he's going to win Best director. director and best screenplay? I think screenplay, and I do think it's very squarely in the best picture race. Uh, that and Shape of Water are two front runners. I think the Acad- again, I think the Academy is going to receive Get Out far better than the Golden Globes did. Yeah, I don't know. The Globes, that's not a Globes movie um, in any way, the, shape, or form. The Academy has done some disappointing stuff in the past couple of years, so... Right, but I think... Uh, Best director, I don't. I think best director is squarely a Del Toro versus Christopher Nolan, with Del Toro in, as the front runner, right now. I think so too. Um, if Del Toro does not win, that's going to be a giant upset. It'd be a big upset, but if he lost to Nolan, I would get it. Yeah, like I'm fine with the both of them winning, but I think uh, Del Toro deserves it more. I agree. In my in in my humble opinion, I, I tend to agree with you. Yeah. Uh, although, although I will say the technical undertaking of Dunkirk is absolutely insane. <coughs> Still haven't seen it. it. It's worth seeing. It's from a, I, I have the option to see it for free. I just not have not right. had the time for the technical. From a technical standpoint, it's unbelievable. Maybe I will watch it while I'm in, in Texas. <laughs> there, <laughs> there you go. Because wait, hold on. When are the Oscars? March four. March fourth. Yep. That's in the middle of the Texas trip. Correct. <laughs> so we're yeah we're only uh, like two weeks away from the Oscars now. Yeah, like three. For it's, two weeks from this Sunday, so like seventeen. Two days. weeks from this Sunday. Like seventeen days. Oh God. Oh man. So, Great. This so this trip's gonna be even more stressful than New Mexico, and that was a stressful trip. <laughs> Oh no! I just realized. What? Jet lag. Oh yeah. Well, Texas, it's not bad. It's an hour. Cause it's only one hour. It's not like New Mexico. Yeah, but I'm gonna come back in classes. It's gonna screw me up with my class schedule. Isn't New Mexico two? It, it well, yeah, yeah, it was two. Two hours is weird. Like I've done Central. I've been to Texas. One hour is not horrendous. Yeah, but you're. This is coming from a guy that's not had not really ever done time changes, so. True. Um, so, but anyway, back back to reality. Right. So oh, there goes gravity. Right, there, oh, good good one. Oh, Thank that you. was a good one. Proud Thank of you. you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, get out. Call me by your name. Probably your two Oscar screenplay front runners, along with uh, three billboards potentially in there for original. It wasn't eligible. Yeah. Let's talk some trailers. Uh, uh, which one do you want to start with? Let's start with the the most important trailer in the history of cinema. So, Uncle Drew? Yeah, Uncle Drew, yes. Uh, which is not the most important trailer in the history of cinema, but we'll go with it. Uh, Uncle Drew, this is obviously my forte, because uh, my point guard's in it, Kyrie Irving, all-star. Watch the NBA all-star game this weekend. It's actually going to be, or at least all-star Saturday night. going to be very fun. Uh, however, uh, this Uncle Drew movie looks straight up bad. Amazing, but bad, if you get what I'm saying. Like it is... A so bad it's good. Correct. This movie looks 
terrible and amazing at the same time, exactly as I expected it to. I'm not surprised. How could you be surprised? Like, that was exactly what this movie was clearly going to be all along. Uh, Kyrie crossing old dudes up looking like he's 72. He's crossing up dudes like looking like he's 72 is hysterical every time. There were actually a few jokes in the trailer that really made me laugh. Um, which doesn't often happen for comedy trailers. It, the movie's going to be bad, but it's going to be an enjoyable bad. Same thing with Super Troopers 2. Correct. Um, I'm going to compare the two because they both look the same. Right. But... Uh, it's it, the Blues Brothers influence was clearly there, right down to Chris Webber playing a preacher, just as uh, just as James Brown did in the Blues Brothers. Yep, we're we're talking the original one, right? Correct. All right, cool, good. Um, Just making sure the Blues Brothers influence is clearly there, but this this will be a fun one. Um, I think it, it does not look good, but it looks it looks like a ton of fun and. Yeah, I think I agree. Yeah, and we've got... Uh... All right, next up. We'll get to the real report. Run. Uncle Drew, I'm totally buttering. I'm very... All sorry. right, let's move on to Ready Player One. We'll end with the... We'll end, we'll, with, the... We'll end with the greatest trailer that's ever been released. Um, yeah. At least in our eyes. Um, Ready Player One? Uh, it looks like Ready Player One. They showed a lot more of the human elements in this trailer. Um a lot more of the human character, a lot more of Ty Sheridan and Olivia Cook, and especially Lena Waithe, um, who is I'm a big fan of Lena Waithe. She's a terrific writer. Yes. And uh, and, a ter- and a solid actress, too. Um, her new show on Showtime, The Shy, is very good and that she created, so check that out if you have not. Um, but But no, this it looks like Ready Player One. What can I tell you? CGI looks pretty solid. I don't know what else really to say. It's it's everything we've gotten from the first two trailers, plus a little bit more human stuff. That's all. Yeah. You you got anything? Nope. You basically said it all. All right. All right. Incredibles well, two. Then I'm going to let you take the lead on Incredibles two, the greatest trailer ever released for anything. Go ahead. It's it's legit the opposite of Incredibles one. Instead of Bob being the lead on everything, it's Helen this time, and it's pretty awesome. Yes, it, it very much is. He, it's gonna be it's gonna be Mr. Mom with Michael Keaton. Correct. Oh my God! I just realized. <laughs> just with ah. with superpowers. Yes, I love that movie. Especially uh, with the superpowered baby. With Jack Jack, the <laughs> greatest character in cinematic history, without a without a question. Yes, uh, this movie looks incredible. The cop, uh, I the one that what joke got you the most? Because there were some really good jokes, actually. Uh, probably the one at the end with the cookie jar. That was funny. Now I think the the clear win for me was uh was the Common Core math joke. I related so much Oh, to that. yeah, why does math have to change? Why did they yeah. change math? It was one of the I funniest things I've heard in a very long time. I was like, this is so accurate. <laughs> it's, like, if you look at my brother's math homework compared to ours from, like, high school, it's so different already. It's insane. It's been four years. Not even. Yeah. Absolute insanity. Good job, Common Core. That was funny. Uh, the it wasn't worth it. 
the Edna Mode thing at the end was funny. Parenting is a superhuman ability when done correctly. And then she looks right back at, at Jack Jack and then looks back at Bob and goes, when done properly. That <laughs> killed me. Uh, that when Bob is reading the, the bedtime story and starts to doze off and Jack Jack just slaps him in the face. That was funny. And uh, Bob Odenkirk is in it. Bob Odenkirk. This movie looks looks golden. Honestly, he's, he's very very iconic voice. Yes. Uh, just a terrific, terrific uh, trailer. Yeah, I am beyond. Oh, and also we saw more from the Underminer. Yeah, a little, little bit of the Underminer in there. The, the, he's not the main villain. He's not. I believe he's, Od- they're gonna take him out in like two minutes, I, and then I believe Odenkirk's the main villain. Probably. Um, well, I don't know. Probably, but at the same time, no, because he was the one that was hiring Helen to go take out whatever villain. I see. He's like, and like fully supportive of the superhero thing, but it's probably a ruse. I was gonna say, are we like, like that? It can't just be that. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, I was, that's why I was elaborating. Right. Yes. Um. But yes, this, uh, let's just talk about the greatest of, of the Incredibles for a second. Uh, what a movie! The best. It, it truly is. It's the best Fantastic Four movie to ever exist. Um, it really is. It's an. Ex- <laughs> we had a last night. Someone in the, in the lounge upstairs. It's a, a very electric place to be on a nightly basis. But Brooks, one of the worst takes I've ever heard, said that it would be a waste of time and money to go see Incredibles two. Horrendous take. Are you sure he wasn't kidding? Uh, we were very sure because he he doubled down on that take this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Horrendous take. Hmm. He's like, I yeah. didn't even really like the first one growing up. I was like, what? What? Ah, uh, so he's wrong. Got it. <laughs> Correct. It's a. I was like, I didn't realize people had that take about this movie. I never thought opinions could be wrong until I heard that one. I de- I never thought. I don't think I've ever met one person who's like, oh, The Incredibles, that movie stinks. Never heard that. Ever. The yeah. movie's incredible. These are just facts. But, yeah. Um, we've officially made it 14 years later. It's, Incredibles 2 is actually coming out in four months, and we have actual footage, and God, I'm excited. Let's go. Yeah, and, it's uh, awesome. Michael Shakino was also in the studio recording the score this week. He tweeted out a little video they, of the uh, as the title shows up on the screen. You just hear that, and it jumps right into the action, and I'm I am ready to go. Yeah, it's awesome. The minute those notes play, the theater is gonna go nuts. Uh, with college kids, by the way. There will be no five-year-olds. Oh, no, everyone there is going to be 18, 19, 20 years old. Correct. There will be exactly, like, like there, there are going to be so many little kids that walk into that movie like, Mom, why are there so many big kids here? And the mom's going to be like, well, this is their movie, so. That came out when we were, what, like five, six? I was five when that movie came out. Yeah. <laughs> here we are, we're finally getting... There, the, the number of college kids... 15 gonna, years too yeah, late. They are going to take so much of our money that summer. Over oh, the yeah. summer. The, uh, just on that movie. That will be a movie, if it's good, which we talked about too. Like I can't fathom what, what we're all going to do if this movie's bad. 
But if this movie is good, I don't think it'll be bad. I think it'll be disappointing, but I don't think it will be bad. I just need this movie to come through in any way, shape, or form. Like, I don't even need this movie to be as good as the first one, because that's difficult. I just need this movie to bring me back, and then we're good. Yep. Yeah. And it's going to hit with the nostalgia bomb, and that'll, you know. Oh, absolutely it will. And it's going to be incredible. Just the facts. Uh, I'm so excited. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, if this movie is good, though, this is going to be a movie college kids see, like, three times. Though, definitely. Yeah, uh, myself included. I will <laughs> see this movie one million times in theaters if this, if this movie's good. These are just facts. Yeah. Uh, but that is trailer talk for the week. Let's get into the Black Panther preview. Uh, we're we're going to look at it financially first. This movie is projected to make 160 over the three-day weekend. And poten- uh, the last I saw, Deadline had some numbers based off of thir- the numbers that it's done tonight. 160 plus million over the three-day weekend. And then counting President's Day on Monday, potentially $200 million over the four-day weekend. I'm not uh, surprised. Which, from the three-day standpoint, 160 beats the breaks the February box office record by like 30 million over Deadpool. Uh, two weeks ago, they were talking 120 over the four-day weekend, and that seemed incredibly low. Like that never seemed correct. Yeah, that movie was always going to be. This movie was always going to make at least 150. At yeah, least. Yeah, no, I wasn't surprised ever. I still wouldn't be surprised if that deadline is way off on these numbers. And they're a lot higher? Yes. You know what you're yeah. As I said, if they're wrong and it's lower, no, you're totally incorrect. I'm that. thinking they might still be low, even on the like, numbers they're getting from theaters. Like, this, this seems like it's going to be it. This, this movie's yeah. going to be absolutely massive. Now, it's not going to be as massive as Infinity War, but it'll be a close second. Correct. Yeah. Uh, this this will be. Uh, everyone is is going nuts for this movie, like this is this is as a uh, big a slam dunk hit, critically and financially as I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, critics are going nuts. Audiences are going nuts. Everyone is going to is buying tickets. Even people that don't really like movies are buying tickets. This is this is an event. Yeah. Marvel has done this better than anyone else. Because Marvel's knows what they're doing. Correct. Um, They've this, been planning this for ten years, so it's ama- It's truly amazing what they've done. Yeah, truly amazing and un- unprecedented. No one had ever taken a risk like that in the history of cinema, and here we are, and it's paying off in Agreed. a massive way this weekend. Like. Six hundred and sixty billion dollars over three days and two hundred billion over four days. Even if it doesn't break two hundred over the three day weekend, it doesn't have to. That is an insane amount of money. Yep. Uh, only one other movie ever has gotten to a hundred billion in over three days. Uh, Titanic. In February, uh, and that's actually oh, De- February. and that's actually Deadpool. Deadpool, which opened at one thirty one. Yeah, I thought you meant in history. So I was just naming movies. <laughs> but yeah, Deadpool. Nah, it's... uh. Did we talk about the Deadpool 2 trailer last week? We did. 
Okay, cool. I'm trying to think. Awesome. Uh, Good to know. Um, but th- this this is a huge, huge movie for Marvel. Not just financially, but for the importance of it. This this movie is going to change Hollywood, I think, in many ways. One can only hope. Um, I hope, because I think we deserve, uh, people deserve more representation in major films such as this one. I agree. Because the Marvel Universe is such a big thing at this point that it's it'd be a real shame if people, like, didn't get to see themselves in this universe. And I don't mean that as a joking real shame like I did earlier. Like, it truly would be a real shame. You need to think about how you use that word and use it left, less often. <laughs> okay, no. So here's, here's how you're going to know when I'm say, joking about real shame and when it's really a real shame. When it's really a real shame, I'll be like, well, it would be a real shame if whatever. When I'm joking, I'm going to stretch that out. It'd be a, be a real shame. shame. You know, you just had to... <laughs> If people just went ahead and saw Black Panther this weekend, a real shame. Yeah, like you'll know you you'll know when when I'm... I mean I can tell, but I've also been your best friend for right. you know ten eleven years. Yeah, I'm gonna continuously say, say real shame a million times because it is funny almost every time, at least in my head. Yeah, like th- that that series of like three words just kills me like every time. Yeah. But uh, but what what are you what are you most looking forward to seeing in this movie, TJ? The end credit scene. I am as well. I, I, I would imagine. <laughs> I, I don't think it's I what I'm most. It's, it's going to be something with Winter Soldier, is what I'm imagining. Yeah, and uh, possibly an Infinity. With them Stone. giving him a new arm or something. Right. Maybe Infinity Stone stuff too. Um. It has um, to, one of them literally. I don't has think the Infinity Stone will be an in credit scene. I think that'll be probably a plot device of the actual movie. Correct. I, maybe they'll show it at the end or something. Mm, maybe, but I, I don't know. I don't think so. Right. Um. No, but uh, I think I'm most looking forward to seeing just these, the the the, just the style of the movie. Kugler is a very good stylistic filmmaker. He showed it with Creed. He got a great cinematographer. The, the costumes are incredible. That much the, has been evident the whole uh, time. The fight scenes are going to be great, considering all of the work that went into them and how they're actually like trained with the weapons and everything. Yeah, I'm so so excited for this movie. I cannot wait to go. To see this tomorrow, yeah. Um, it's gonna be incredible. This is this this movie appears to be everything I wanted it to be for so many years, and then some. Yeah. Um. Is anyone? I I don't think we don't have, we don't even have like music to talk about this week. There's no good music dropping at midnight as far as no. It was kind of a slow week. No good music, uh, not really any great, uh, uh, Isle of Dogs premiered at Berlin today, the new Wes Anderson movie, we're gonna talk about that in a few weeks, uh, Oh, um, supposed to be really great, I'm, I'm Bo- so stunned. Bo Burnham's movie, 8th Grader, uh, Sundance did really well, and got did. a whole lot of praise. Also, if you wanna see more things Bo Burnham directed, we did this last night upstairs, he directed Chris Rock's new Netflix special, his first stand-up special in like 10 years. 
it, I haven't had time to watch it yet. <laughs> it is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, the, just the truth that Chris Rock is, is, the facts that Chris Rock is spitting in this movie, or in this special, I should say, are incredible. And it is yeah. laugh out loud funny. Go watch it. It is just absolutely hysterical to me. Um, the let's see what else uh, just to sort of I guess wrap it up uh, start to wrap it up uh, just some po- last points I want to I want to give a shout out to the captain in the truth Paul Pierce congrats on uh, his number 34 being retired on Sunday by the Boston Celtics but you only- want to hey you want to theorize about Black Panther a little bit to try and draw us out to an hour oh let's oh, oh, have we not made it to an hour yet no, we're at forty-five minutes. Yeah, I know this was a. Uh, th- I knew this was going to be a short episode, just because oh, yeah, this is a too. really slow week. And in terms of previewing Black Panther, how much can you really do? Um, yeah, there's. Um, yeah, we're I gonna. Really, I've seen the movie tomorrow. We're gonna talk about it big time next week. I um, really don't think that there's gonna be an Infinity Stone. There has to be. There's not because there's nothing in Black Panther's superpowers or anything in there, and like the thing that can make it be with the Soul Stone. I think that's gonna be something. Is it what? Could the stone be what's driving the vibranium? I doubt it. No, vibrate. No. Like by virtue of the fact that there's a giant action set piece set in Wakanda. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, it's because of Vision. I'm telling you, that is why. It could be. It has to be. It's there, because of Vision. Because he's even with them. I feel like there has to be a stone there, though. Th- there's not. What? So that. So where do you think this stone is hiding? It, what I've always, what I've been thinking is that it is what. Oh, what's his name in Thor? The Heimdall. Dude that can see, yeah, Heimdall. That's a distinct possibility, but I don't know. It has to be Heimdall because he, s- he sees all the souls and everything. Like, there's nothing with Black Panther where a soul stone would make sense. Listen, like, I'm, I'm sure they could they could do it, and it could be, and I could be incredibly wrong. Listen, I'm all for more Idris Elba, but I think the soul stone lies in Wakanda. I, I don't think it does. Because we do see a scene in the new Infinity War t- t- TV spot where uh, from the Super Bowl where Vision is walking without the stone in his head. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're I, right. it, how how possible is that? I don't understand that one. So there has to be something there. Um, Him, correct. But I'm th- I'm saying I think there has to be more to this giant action set piece than that. I think there has to be another stone. Because with the vibranium mine, they mine it with like sonic mining. Like it's not like a drill or anything. No, it's like sonic like sound. Right. That mines it. I, well, I guess what I'm saying is, could it be what drives the, the, the massive amounts of vibranium in the, in the country? What do you mean by drives it? Like, is, like, is called, like the, the stone itself is like kind of what's creating all the vibranium, I guess. No. No? No. Okay. Um, I'm really just hoping... Like, vibranium, I, vibranium is literally just a comic book metal that does not exist in real life, so they can have it have actual like properties of whatever they deemed possible. There has so that to it, be... But, um... The vibranium was like a meteorite of alien metal, and then... There were herbs that were like affected by the vibranium, which is what gives Black Panther his powers. Is that herb, right? Right. You know um, what I'm saying? Right. 
So, so then, I just, I, I, so I, then the people from Wakanda used then used the vibranium to develop really advanced technology, which allowed them to not right. be, you know, I, nationalized right. with the rest of the British Empire and I've everyone else. With, I, I, I've decided to, to to screw myself potentially. Uh, I went with looking. I, I was like, is the Soul Stone of the movie? It's my, very very minor potential spoilers. Apparently, we do not directly see the stone in the movie. Paul, I'm right. Ha <laughs> So. <laughs> no, I don't care. Um, That's, fine. That's not really a spoiler. But however, they me. also talk in the in the piece. There are things that happen in the movie that maybe are driven by the Soul Stone that we just don't directly see it. So I don't know. There's, when we when we see it, we'll find out. You're correct. Um, I refuse to click on anything related to. Uh, find out what the after credit scenes are. I will not allow myself to do that, but. Uh, it's probably on Wikipedia, so don't go there. Correct. Because Wikipedia has taken to putting the credit scenes inside the actual plot synopsis for it. So Correct. Just be wary if you want to look up actors or something. Absolutely I mean, horrendous. It, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, but yeah. Um, we're at 50 minutes. What else could we talk about? Um... Well, well, like I said, we're gonna talk. Let's do some Paul Pierce talk because I, I really we're gonna talk basketball for the next couple of minutes, guys. This is I know we. That's fine. I'm gonna have basketball. no idea what's going on. It's fine. Um, because I want to talk about my favorite player of all time because he got his number retired, and this is important. Uh, the, the, I want to congratulate the truth. His nickname was the truth, and that is an incredible nickname. That's a strong nickname. Yeah, can we all agree on that? Like a strong nickname for a basketball player. Sure. Um, his career, uh, you know, his career stats aren't incredible, but he truly was an all-time great scorer. Led the Boston Celtics to a title in 2007-8 alongside Kevin Garnett. Shot 37 percent from three for his career, and it had to coming up in a time where the three-point shot was still not uh, as popular in the league as it is today. Not, people didn't really take a ton of threes when uh, when he came in the league. Now everyone takes a ton of threes. Yeah, seven foot tall guys take threes now. Uh, you know, averaged about twenty a game. Was a solid rebounder, clutch player. Hit a lot of big game winners and whatnot. He he. I I just want to want to give a huge shout out to him. He he meant a lot to me as a as a Celtics fan and as a basketball fan. My favorite player ever. So yeah. Captain and the Truth, number thirty-four, Paul Pierce, four-time All NBA, ten-time All Star. Yeah, uh, is there is there anything you really want to talk about? Um, no. I mean, I'm good. Did you uh, did you get a chance to listen to the Black Panther album this weekend? <laughs> no. no. Okay. No. We can talk more about my day and how crazy this day has been because I've, oh my God, I have, I walked into my room at eight o'clock and that's the first time I have sat down today. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, before, we'll get to that in a second, but uh, baseball season has officially begun. Pitchers and catchers have reported to spring training. Jonah is incredibly upset. He hates baseball so much. It's so upsetting. Why, why does he hate baseball? Uh, he seemed the what he leaned on was that he played Miracle League baseball, what, uh, and he uh, because it was Miracle League, they didn't keep score, and he wanted to win. 
So he, 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 he Jonah is like the most like competitive dude you will ever meet. Correct. And he he's like, I just wanted to win. And I was like, Well, I'm sorry that the fact that Miracle League baseball doesn't keep score ruined the, your love of a great sport. I'm very sorry. Um. Oh man, I was gonna say something. I don't remember what I was gonna say now. Um, Obama's portrait. Oh yeah, Obama's portrait. That's great. Excellent stuff. Him um, sitting in front of the flowers is amazing. Did you, did see, you see it? Did you see it get turned into the Homer Simpson movie? Yeah, I was literally just looking at that rest we were <laughs> As soon as I saw that photo, I was like, that's going to be the meme, isn't it? And then, like, an hour later, it was posted with someone did it, and I was like, yep. It's so good. It, it's so funny, though. <laughs> like, you can't help but laugh at it. Um, prayers to everybody in Florida yeah, was, right now. Uh, that was actually what I, was, I, I meant to say. Um, I was going to talk about it later. Uh, this is uh, thoughts and prayers to all the families out there um, in Florida who for those of for those that don't know, there was a school shooting. Seventeen people have died so far. I don't know if there will be more. I don't know if there's more wounded. I believe we're up to like eighteen school shootings just this year. Or 15, eighteen school shootings this year, um, which is just and, awful. <laughs> At this, I don't understand what more it's going to take, guys. Uh, making it so that Congress cannot take money from other organizations, right. including the NRA. At the, like, and I'm not saying like I, I, their number one defense, their number, their top two are they just want to come in and take our guns. We don't. Okay. No, I just want them to be more controlled so that less people have to die. Correct. And number two, it's... Don't get me wrong, I love shooting uh, guns. It's guns so much don't, fun. Guns don't kill people. People don't kill people. But literally, this was insane, because that Chris Rock... Hey, Dominic, I have a question for you. What's the sole purpose of a gun? To kill... To shoot things. That's why they were first invented, things. wasn't it? Correct. Right. Mm, now, there we go. Right, right, there you go. But... There goes that argument. Uh, Chris Rock, his spe- like I said, his special literally dropped yesterday, and he has a bit in there about gun about guns it, it was it was really just like like there's nothing netflix could have done here like like that it just, well, how are they supposed to know right the timeliness was insane um and he's like that he's like the argument they always make is that person could have went it with a knife and stabbed a, and stabbed a hundred people then what and chris rock goes if a hundred people got stabbed by the same dude at the same place, at the same time, then 97 of those people deserve to die. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, he does an impression of a guy. Stay. He's like, oh, he just sta- guy just stabbed another guy. Oh, he, he just stabbed that guy, too. Oh, he just, he's com- he, he just stabbed another person. Oh, he's, he's coming right at me now. Oh, he, oh, he just, just stabbed me. <laughs> Oh, he falls to the ground, looks back. Oh, he just stabbed that other guy. (laughs) (laughs) So fun. That's awesome. I was like, oh my God, the point he's making is so incredible. Like, no, listen, there is absolutely zero reason for anyone to have a a, a semi-automatic assault rifle. It's, I'm sorry. There just is no reason. And now if it is for sport and game hunting, like for coyotes, because they come in packs, I can understand that is the only use only for possible, them. but the you, only you, possible use for them. But other than I, that, the no. only reason any and I'm telling you, I think you should have to prove a hunting license of some sort before you get one of those. <clears throat> like that's it. No, what it needs to be is it needs to be like a car. Because in order to drive a car, not only do you need to learn how to drive and get a license, 
you also need to pay insurance on it. Correct. You also have to buy the car. Yeah. You have to prove that you can drive the car, get the insurance for it. Right. Yeah. Make, make the payments. Correct. Prove that you're responsible with the car. Right. This kid and apparently, so on and so forth. he was 18, went in and just bought an assault rifle and then trained yep. with white supremacists is, is what I've been hearing over the last 24 hours. Yeah, because AR fi- AR-15s, they're rifles, so they don't fall under the same, uh, the same rules as pistols which, with the waiting period. Right. With rifles, you can go in, buy it, same day, walk out. Correct. If you can, and for Florida, it depends on the state, the age to buy guns. I think it's a state thing, not a federal thing. Correct. So um, for Florida, the age is 18. Yeah, it's for North Carolina. I think it's 18, and then I think the kid. The, the kid had apparently just gotten expelled for stalking his girlfriend. Uh, he had been exposed for yeah, yeah, stalking, yeah. something like that. Yeah, great, great work, great work to to recognize a potential threat, guys. Real good work, actually. And uh, for everybody saying that we shouldn't politicize the issue, how else are we going to get change? Correct. It's this As, is the 18th shooting this year correct. in America. Just in schools. Just like, in schools. Things. That's not even including all the other ones. The things just, something has to be done. And listen, I, most of America supports common sense gun control. Except for the NRA. Like, if you look at the polls, like, I, like, like a majority of Americans support it. And, um... NRA pays most of Congress's bills, so correct. It ain't, it ain't getting changed anytime soon unless y'all vote uh, in the midterm elections upcoming. Correct. Please so, register. Please vote. This was the register, message I had for everyone last night. Register, vote, make the change because you are the voice and it will be heard. If you're in college and you're not in your district, get it. Make sure you get an absentee like ballot. Me. Correct. Make sure you get an absentee ballot. Send it in. These things matter. They matter to people. We don't want 18 other children, 17, 18 other children to die because things like this happen. It's terrible, and something has to be done at some point. So, please, just register and vote, no matter whether or not you're pro-gun or anti-gun, or you just want some sort of common-sense gun control. Just vote, please. It's important. I don't, I, I don't care what your beliefs are. Just get out there and vote. And make a difference. Make a difference. You are the difference. You are the difference. And even if you are pro-gun... Like me, I, I'm, I'm pro-gun, but like I love guns. I like shooting them. They're fun. However, I still think that there needs to be more control on them. Just because we want more stricter, or just because we want stricter gun control, doesn't mean we are just going to strip away the Second Amendment. Correct. It's not how it works just at all. Like, just like the First Amendment with free speech, there's still a limit to the ability of free speech, just as there should still be a limit to guns. Correct. I agree. So, just vote. Right. Protest. Make, make, make your, your voice heard. Correct. Do something. Don't just sit there and watch it happen. Because I feel like that's what lawmakers have done for far too long. And I think it sucks that... Say two, their thoughts and, pray, that their that, thoughts that and prayers are out. That teenagers need to do this on a podcast about movies. That's supposed to be fun. Correct. But, but it's, it's, it still needs to be said. It needs to be heard. Correct. Up, it's so upsetting. 
It is. Like, like um, my heart is truly broken for, for all of those families. And it, it's... Like, I've seen pictures today of screenshots some of the kids at a high school took of, like, the text messages they were sending their parents. So almost like it was 9-11. Like, if I don't make it out of this, tell my brother or sister that I love them and I love you. And if I were ever did anything to hurt you or any of them, I'm sorry. Like, that's, like, that's heartbreaking. It really is. No kids, no teenager should ever have to send a text like that. You remember the, the Code Red drill that we had at Fugway, like, two years ago? Cur- when yeah. everybody was freaking out about the robbery across the The robbery the down the street, yeah. Yeah. And people were doing similar things. Right. Like, hey, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but, you know, hey, if something goes wrong. Okay. It, it's awful. No one should ever have to be in that situation. Correct. Ever. On a lighter note, I'm going to change the subject. Absolutely, a, we should. On a lighter note, enjoy the movies. Enjoy Ab- Black Panther. Absolutely. Go Please see. go see Black Panther this weekend. We're going to talk Have about it. Have fun with your family. Absolutely. Talk with your friends. We're going to talk about it in detail next week. We, it might be a bit of a spoiler review. Um, we've also got, guys, uh, I don't know what music is dropping at midnight, but uh, go listen to something. Please, uh, we'll just go listen to some music. We're going to try to start throwing some more music in here. Um, let me see. Do we have anything? Oh, excuse me. Uh, so some of our new music we got up in tonight. ASAP Rocky, Gucci, and 21 Savage uh, did Maybe. a track. G. Erbo featuring Lil Uzi and Chance. Okay. Maybe we'll get some Donald Glover tracks. Not yet. Not, not till later oh, in the year. It won't be till like November. Um, I can hope, though. King's Dead video was interesting. It had nothing to do with Black Panther. It really didn't, but that's okay. Um, Y'all, just go listen to the Black Panther album again, honestly, as soon as you get out of the movie. Uh, Because it's going to be amazing. Um... We're gonna, I'm trying to find some any sort of news about like music dropping at midnight. This would be wonderful. Um, no. Um, let's try complex. Maybe complex has has something they wanna that's coming out. I don't know, but uh, just once again, just li- like listen to the. Uh oh, Lonzo Ball dropped a new album, so that that's fascinating. Uh, I will inevitably end up listening to that, and there better be a nice Levar Ball feature on there. I would die laughing. Um, yeah, Moon River, the new Frank Ocean cover, kind of interesting. Um, yeah, Beyonce working on an original song for the Lion King remake. That'll be interesting. Um. Here you go. Uh, the NBA All-Star game is this weekend. Go watch NBA All-Star, especially tomorrow night, the celebrity game. Quavo is playing, and he's going to give Justin Bieber so many buckets. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. Um, just just get some buckets. Go, go, go play some basketball this weekend or something. I know I've been playing a lot of basketball. Um, go go work out. Go go be your best self this weekend is really what we're saying because I know this has been a really tough week for a lot of people. Go be your best self this weekend. Go enjoy yourself. 
Go out. And go have enjoy fun. the movies. Please, and enjoy the movies. Goodbye, everyone.